Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Welcome to the Nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters. The old heads talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain your We got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat to expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need. Please uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers. Learn a couple lessons from the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest. Yes, please sit back and relax. Cause we're gonna hit you with them stone cold facts. And allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the masters of the Nerdiverse. Welcome to Masters of the Nerdiverse, where we always have such sites to show you. You can always find this bioweapon of a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. I am, of course, your host, Mike G. With me, as always, is our super cool co-host. Winter Sturdivant. I'm no longer an idiot, am I? <laughs> <laughs> that remains to be seen, my good friend. <laughs> hey, all right. Uh-huh. Man, the idiocy. <laughs> idiocy is a weird yeah. thing, man. It's, uh, it's, it's ever-present in us all. You know what I'm saying? You got to just embrace it. And those who think they're above it are bigger idiots, man. It's crazy stuff, dude. Like, what did uh, Einstein say? Which I quote all the I time. I married I'm my cousin. It could have. Oh, you're talking about Edgar Allan Poe. Is that what you're no, talking I think, about? I think he also. Einstein did something with a relative. A relative theory. <laughs> he did <Okay>. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be that kind of show. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. My brain is firing at all cylinders. I got a, I just downed a rock star energy drink. Got nice, the code for, man. for destiny. That I'm never going to use. Nice, man. Which I'm never going to use. I remember getting the monster just to get the, uh, Assassin's <laughs> Creed Origins code, and I did because I forgot, and then like a week <laughs> later, it was free. <laughs> it was like a random drop in the yeah. game. I was like, "This is lame, dude." You know, wasted assets on on energy drink. You know, back of the go on this website, get this code. <laughs> it's the wackest, man. <laughs> What's your favorite energy drink? Oh, well, I I, I like. If you're talking to high school winter, you're talking to someone that drank Monster Energy drinks, the original, and that yeah, and I would get that was yeah. back in the days that they still sold those BFC cans, and I would down three the mm-hmm. quantity of three of those or something like that, and and it was oh, like man. watch what I you can do, like and I just like not even shotgunning it, I just down the hatch 
control my breathing, drink the whole can, and then people look at me like I'm about to die. And I'm like, Damn. what are you talking about? <laughs> my nose yeah. starts bleeding. Yeah. I did that one. <laughs> in college, I would go to like comic book club and I would show up and I would get the four pack yeah. of rock stars. Remember, they used to sell them in that weird four can pack. And I would get it with my meal and I would just sit it next to me. He's like, oh, who's the, who are those for? Like, those are for me. <laughs> during, <laughs> during right the, in your comic book components. <laughs> yeah, man. This is how I stay sharp. So I would down all four during the show. And my one of the people were looking at me like I was just going to have a heart attack. Like right there, dude. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I'm paying for it now because I can't drink that stuff anymore. Like that, I just I start to implode into myself and have an altered states moment. Yeah, like I don't drink them that much anymore myself, but this week yeah. needed it. I feel that man. You ever seen altered states, Winter? Uh-huh. With uh, the guy that beat up his wife. Uh, what's his Damn. Name? <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Uh, he was he plays Thunderbolt Ross in these Avengers movies now. I think it starts William with Hurt. The, yeah, William Hurt, Billy Hurt. Yeah, yeah. Billy Hurt. He put, he puts himself in a <laughs> in a deprivation chamber and just yeah. becomes the next form of human evolution. Yeah, this was <laughs> like this was like the end of the propaganda movie era. It started off with Reefer Madness, and then it ended with Altered States. The true end. <laughs> propaganda movie madness yeah. thing was all the states because it's like oh you want to be tripping you're gonna trip yourself into yeah. the next dimension you're gonna man. become a caveman <laughs> oh my god be a caveman. Caveman. yeah it was like watching Akira, dude he, he became a caveman it was, it was like running through a college hall yeah. and some dude was like hey what are you doing and he just rushed the dude <laughs> all you nerds best. out there google search Acura. Akira. i always said Acura. look that you up too right they're, either they're it's a nice, affordable vehicle for the family and friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if you're listening to this podcast, you've never watched Akira, then you need to do that. There's many ways to watch it for free. I'll go check. Akira it out. is it's one. It's probably top five. It's it's the Mount Rushmore of anime movies. It's up there. Okay. It's like Princess Mononoke and you're talking the Wes Anderson Mount Rushmore. No, the anime Mount, the top four animes of all time. Oh, okay. Mount Wes Anderson has his own Mount Rushmore of weird things. Yeah. Do you think Wes Anderson's racist? Here's a hot topic. Do you think Wes Anderson's racist? I don't know the man personally. <laughs> I just don't see a lot of color in his movies. I'll put. I'll say that. And that's you know, that's the, that's where the conversation should end. I don't you know, know the like, man personally. All his movies don't have a lot of co- color in it. That's it. Leave it at that, man. Uh, did you have a colorful week by well, any chance? Oh, yeah. So uh, I own an Xbox and I play Rocket League. And I used, yeah. I used to have a gamer tag picture of myself. And Rocket League is a little salty. Uh, I oh, had, yeah. Three games in the in in a row where uh, talking trash to me, which I can handle. I take it back and I go, "Good for you," or "You need Jesus," sort of thing. Wow! And then they go, "I hope you die so that we can sell your fat body to starving African kids," <laughs> sort of thing. Oh, wow! And I'm like, yeah. "Okay, you're reported." And then they called me the N word, and I'm like, "Oh, geez." So the third guy, though, 
it was like he he scored one goal and he typed something, and then I scored several goals and I kept typing in what he typed as like to mock him, and then he goes one v one, let's do it. And I go, mm-hmm. no, I got better things to do like winning games, and then he goes, oh, you're not good enough for me. I'm like, sorry. While you were saying that, I was winning another game, and then he damn he goes like you're he he then goes into the Xbox messaging. So outside of Rocket mm. League, he goes, wait one second. <clears throat> he goes, um, you're obese. You better cut down on those cheeseburgers or you won't fit into your priest garments. What does that mean? That means that he like searched my name and found my like personal Instagram. What? Yeah. That's weird. He, fa- okay. he looked at my Xbox tag and then he went like, you should hit the gym in, Mer- in the town that I live in. There's a there's several gyms for you there. He named the town specifically where I lived. Wow. And then he's and then I and then I typed, "Are you my first fan?" <laughs> in the messages. Damn. And then he goes, "Yeah." And I'm guessing this isn't the first time you've gotten this actually because you have a very growing mm. podcast. I go, "Yeah, check it out. You check out Masters of the Nerdiverse and Wisecast for all your needs." And he goes, "Okay, I'll check it out tomorrow. Thanks." Oh shit! And that's how the Thank conversation you. ended. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so it, it so it went from him like kind of like doxing. Would we use the term? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, it ended with a. A fan of the show. He was like, "You look. It sounds like you have a very growing podcast. Like, yeah, you should check us out." He's like, "I will. Thank you." <laughs> you know what I found? I found that once, like playing online, like especially like in fighting games, yeah, it gets so toxic where people are like, "Oh, you turtling and you're." Oh, you're spamming, yada, 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 yada. You're a scrub, whoop-de-whoop. And I always come back with quotes from other fighting games. And I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll be like, in the soul still burns. <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, what is wrong with you? I'd be like, I'll see you in the field of victory. And he's just like, all right. It, and then like an hour later, he'll send me like a friend request. Like, I don't want to know you, dog. Yeah, like, Can we be friends? Talk- yeah, it's like, like uh, you should be learning from this moment. I, I, I try to be as positive as possible <laughs> with toxic people because it makes it worse. It makes them so bad when you're not giving it back to them. Right. You're just like, this was a fine victory. I think with time, you'll be able to, to surpass me. And it becomes like an anime moment. And then you're just like, I want to be your friend now. I was like, no, you can't. <laughs> you can only see me on the battlefield. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the only place you can find me, man. But right. yeah, put their universe out there, man. I don't care. I don't care what reasons they listen. I just want them to listen. <laughs> if he wants to do it to be salty, that's fine, man. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully he listens to this episode and knows that he is, he is the he is the catalyst, man. You know, you're the catalyst of uh, making this a better podcast, dude. So go well, ahead. I do and what more, I can. Make more people salty <laughs> in Rocky Lane. I'm very proud of you, my good sir. You're doing God's work here, man. Right. You're spreading the good word, as it were. Yeah, so I... Uh, so what else did you do this week, Winter? I watched uh, Looming Tower. Uh, that's a, a show on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. It stars Jeff Daniels and something something scores guard. And it's pretty much like the precursor to 9-11. Uh, 
I love those type of shows, those like thriller, political oh, okay. intrigue sort of things. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was very great. It was great. Like you, you don't see Jeff Daniels play such a straight man that much, and it's like he he can do anything. Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, that's what I'm saying. Like I love when comedians do serious yeah. roles because it, it puts a different spin on how you see them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh mentioned it before, but uh, Vince Vaughn and Brawl and uh, Cell Block 99, it's just can't see the guy the same way. He's just a monster <laughs> right. in that movie. You know what I mean? That's pretty yeah, dope. I'm trying to convince my parents to see that, but my mom doesn't like those type of movies. She, she didn't like Bone Tomahawk. Where it's like, look. Yeah. Bone Tomahawk is rough, dude. <laughs> That's a rough-ass movie, dude. Oh, you know what's funny yeah. is that Bone Tomahawk and Cell Block Ninety Nine almost have the exact same beats in 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 their story progression. I guess it's the same directors, but it's almost weird. It's not like the movie you can watch both the movies at the same time, and they'll both end at the same time, and the and the climaxes will happen at the same time, and they both have really wacky endings that don't fit the rest of the movie. Right, like they're good movies, right? It's just their endings are really weird and very just. It goes from zero to a hundred. You know what I mean? It's just, it's really crazy. Really crazy. Oh, but how man. was your week? I, this week, dude? Oh, man, his <laughs> segway. <laughs> Not the little two-armed bike. Two-armed, so lame. I didn't do anything this week, man. I I watched uh, Netflix's uh, Lost in Space. I want to talk about that for a second. I didn't finish it. I just watched uh, maybe like four episodes, three episodes, trash. four episodes, because I had no. to do something. <laughs> no, nah, it's good, actually. It's weirdly good. And because I like Lost in Space. I like the old show when I was a kid. And I find the 90s movie weirdly entertaining <laughs> with a with a weird uh, uh, space baby having, space spider baby having Gary yeah. Oldman. And you know isn't I mean? uh, William <laughs> what? Blady in that? Or William Hurt? William Hurt. Yeah, William Hurt's in that too. Funny enough. Uh, and with this remake, it's like it's like trying to make a remake, or it's like trying to make a serious remake of Gilligan's Island. You know what I mean? Like kind of what Lost was <laughs> yeah. in a weird way. You know, it's like how do you take an idea, a premise that was always so campy and wacky? And make it serious and they kind of yeah. pull it off because it doesn't take itself too seriously at times but it's never i would goofy. like that to be a you know series I mean? of like, shows though i would like what? that to be a series of shows where uh it's like gilligan's island only serious <laughs> or like uh that's called it or uh yeah. like uh three's company only it's like a, a like, drama <laughs> yeah like missing Mr. Ed is like a crime drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Green Acres. But no, nah, man. Like, I want Green I Love Acres Lucy to be like damned. a psychological thriller. Yeah. Green Acres of the of the Tormented. But no, man. Well, if you, uh, if you think Space about I Love Lucy. Right. If, oh, no, we're staying on this. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I Love Lucy it. could be like if they just do like the behind the scenes of the real behind the scenes it could be a psychological thriller if you think about it mm. alright we're done with that <laughs> there were horrible people yeah. except for the only like redeemable human being out of the four was Ethel you know what I mean 
Lucy was really spiteful and racist, and and Ricky was real had his head up his ass yeah. kind of racist. I don't even want to go into Fred. Fred was crazy, and like <laughs> Ethel was just quiet. Like I just want I don't want to shake the boat. You know, I don't want to rock the boat. Kind right. of. I'm just going to do my thing and deal with these people. Like having a behind the there used to be a behind the scenes like on the Lifetime channel of that where different actors played them and like behind the scenes it was really depressing right. and sad like how those people like hated each other. <laughs> but anywho, um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, uh, Lost in Space does a lot of things right uh, in regards to its approach. Like with the robot, there's the danger real Robinson, danger robot, and for yeah. the most part, it's practical effects which I love. It's an actual dude in a suit, you know, which I would, it looks fake. Don't get me wrong, but it's, <laughs> it looks realer than a CGI robot bouncing around the movie. Cause we're just not there yet. Unless it's like infinity war level graphics or whatever, but yeah. the characters are cool and mix it up a little bit. I'm looking forward to finishing it. It's just uh, shows like that have a hard time keeping my attention. Because it's not too crazy. It's not like, you know, Mind Hunter or you know, it's not a. And unfortunately, I'm a fanboy. It's not a Marvel thing, so I, I don't feel obligated to watch it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I feel obligated to watch. Like I didn't want to watch Jessica Jones season two. Like I really didn't. But I felt <laughs> obligated to watch it just so I don't get spoiled on it. You know? Yeah. Or you can be so, like me. It's such just, a weird feeling. Just ignore all Marvel and DC stuff, except for The Punisher. Mm. And mm. <laughs> join the rest of us nerds. Mm. <laughs> mm. Can't no, do that. I, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to. I refuse to abandon my comic book brethren. We're in this together through thick and thin. All right. Other than that, uh, the other thing I did this week, and which is part of the news, would be a good segue, is I played Monster Hunter. Yay! He's going to talk more about Monster Hunter. <laughs> This has uh, been the Monster Hunter podcast. <laughs> this is the Monster Hunter Power Hour. It's like what? No, man. I was totally out. I was out of Monster Hunter. I was kind of done last week, bored with the game. And the moment they knew it, Capcom dropped a new raid, uh, a sixteen-player, four squadron, four-person squadron each, uh, super raid to fight a giant treasure monster that spits gold. Its name is Kuth Teroth. Sounds like something from Lord of the Rings. And yeah. it's fun as hell. And I'm and I'm back in. I'm super back in. And I don't know what to do with my life right now. It's just but just play that. And I'll get to whatever what else I want to do this week, but that'll be it toward the end. But yeah, um they released a new level, which is kind of a level built around the creature, and it's this giant treasure dragon that's whole body is covered in liquid metal hot like molten hot gold and you and a, a entire squadron of people have to coordinate to um to get enough pieces off of it to make stuff make new armors make new weapons things like that and i was able to play a little bit last night because it just came out last night to date the podcast but it was fun. It was fun rolling with people, kind of learning the monsters' traits, old school reasons why you play Monster Hunter. And I've uh, learned the monsters' like a couple hours. traits. <laughs> I've learned its sequences. Yeah. I could smell its fear. 
I can smell it. I can taste its ambitions. But no, so are you pretty much the guy fun. from yeah. Jurassic Park? <laughs> yes, it's like I'm, clever I'm guy girl, shooter, clever girl. That happened to me once, man. Uh, I was because what happens is in this game, other monsters can interfere in your fight randomly, and I was like uh-huh. about to do the killing blow on this monster I was supposed to hunt, and a freaking Anjanath, which is like of their version of a T Rex, just bull rushes me from the corner. I wasn't paying attention. It was a clever girl moment where I was like, "You sne- you cheeky <laughs> bastard!" You killed me, and I was like, mm, mm, "I'm not happy right now." But yeah, I'm pretty much when I play, I'm a complete maniac. I just scream, "Clever girl!" and and shoot! And we have to we have to use my gun. Did anyone hear you? Yeah, I pulled my gun. Or is it just you? <laughs> yes. No, my roommate okay. knocks on my door sometimes and tells me to shut up because I get too into it, especially if it's a hype fight. And the problem is I'll play speed metal while I'm while I'm playing, and it just gets me way oh, too over over overstimulated. I got to calm down yeah. after I play. For oh, those you who listen, listen to this band called playing. Ghost. <laughs> uh, I, it's funny. Either I'll listen to like uh, real chill kind of like trip hop. While I play, like mine's, yeah. uh, mine's, uh, mine's designed or Portishead or Thievery Corporation, or I'm listening to like Ghost or Pantera, or you know, uh, crazy super metal Demic yeah. Bigger. Those guys don't know nothing about that. Our Slayer, a, and I just get way too. Here's another hot so take for you. <laughs> uh, do you think that uh, Pantera is racist? Yes. Move it on. But I, I try to separate. Nope. I try to separate the art from the artist. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. This man. is a, this is, this is a new game that we're playing, where and you just have to say whether they are or aren't racist. There's no, there's no uh, explaining. There's yourself. no, there's no qualifying explanation. Okay, fair enough. Yes, I have a strong feeling those dudes, those dudes do not get an invite to the barbecue. Unfortunately. Okay. Jeez Louise. But yeah, Monster Hunter's a blast. And to start the news, there's a new raid that came that happened this week, and it's a blast. And if you play Monster Hunter, uh I want to start an MOTN squad, but we'll see. I have to I have to have to put my toe in the water and gauge the interest for that. Uh <laughs> since we just went ahead and started the news, you ready to roll into some other things, Winner? Uh yes I Are am. You ready? Let's do this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Cool. I'm just going to jump into this one. The King of Kong has been dethroned. Billy Mitchell's uh, uh, record for Donkey Kong has been stricken from all books and tablets from Twin Galaxies. He cheated, y'all. What? (laughs) You know anything about yeah, this? Like man? I heard about this like a month ago that he he some people think he cheated. I'm like, no, no one cheats in video games. It's, it's like, yeah. oh, for this guy. But it's official now. It's, uh-huh. uh, Twin Galaxies, the guys who like police this stuff, have stricken all of his records from all of the world record books and he's not too happy about it obviously billy mitchell he was making much so the much money of off of this. Yeah. it's funny it's because 
the records they had back then have been ultra beaten by other people. Like it doesn't even matter at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) their record that they were holding on to has already been squashed by other humans. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but the guy's like, my legacy is destroyed. This is all I had. And now I have to fight tooth and nail to keep it active. And I'm just like, bro, like I get it, but you cheated, man. Like, what do you, you, you were playing on an emulator, which is against the rules. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You lose. Good day, <laughs> sir. He's, he's banished from the Nerdiverse. Is that your best guy. Gene Wilder impersonation? Or... No, I would have to get louder to do my best to Gene uh, Wilder. That's kind of like my mid-tier chill Mike Gene Wilder. God bless his soul. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people who did a hell of an impersonation, just want to take a second to honor the memory of uh, Barbara actor Bush. Arlie Arnie. Oh. That too. She passed this week too. Um <laughs> But Ar- Arlie uh, Emery, he played the drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. He was like, I didn't know they stacked bullshit that high. That guy, he was a Toy Story. He's a funny story because, like, when Stanley Kubrick was directing Full Metal Jacket, he couldn't find an actor to do it right, like, to, to really dig into the drill sergeant kind of in-your-face motif. So the dude just got a real drill sergeant. He's <laughs> just like, will you just say these lines or just ad lib these? This is the situation and act like you're really about to break down some new cadets. And R. Lee was like, I'm down, dude. Let's do it. And he was so good that he built a career off being like hard ass. You know what I mean? From uh, he was in a ton of weird spots, you know? Yeah. He had a really interesting career. You know, well, I, I mean? liked his history. My favorite show. was when he was the. Depl- yeah. Oh, he had a History Channel show? I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, it was uh, him. Like, I think he had the one that was just about guns. <laughs> like, this is an M16! <laughs> Do we get the freaking guns? <laughs> and my mom hated his voice. So I was like, we got to watch something else. I don't like this man. guy. Yeah, we got to turn this guy off, man. That's funny. This is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for fighting. This is for fun. Kind of uh, stuff, man. Yeah, Arnie, he will be missed, man. My favorite role for him was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where he played the freaking evil sheriff. That shit was crazy. Oh yeah, that's, that's a, good a crazy one. remake. Oh my god, that's one of the better remakes, man. With Jennifer Bill and shit, it's crazy ass yeah. movie, dude. Oh man, yeah, man. Speaking of crazy mo- movie moves, uh, there's been a new Terminator announced. Uh, new. T- t- I love Terminator so much. Uh, if you follow Ages of Shield, which most of you probably don't, because <laughs> that show is so that show is so up and down. The guy who played their Ghost Rider, Gabriel Luna, has been targeted as the new T eight hundred or T one thousand or whatever they're going to do with Terminator. And it's not a remake. It's kind of like a weird right. Jurassic World type reboot, revision, but continuation kind of thing that they're going to be doing, which is hot in Hollywood now. And I'm like, whatever. It's it's news. It's fine. I'm so burnt out on Terminator that it w- they would have to do something really different and weird for it to really catch my eye. You know what I'm saying? So um, what's your history with Terminator? Man? Like the Terminator's a girl. That already happened. And it was weird. It was the Sarah, Chronicle- yes. the Sarah Connor Chronicles. And... 
apparently they canceled it too early, which I don't know. I didn't watch it. Like, then again, I didn't watch a lot of Fox content right because they because you can't get attached to fox content because they cancel everything so it's like why watch it because it's just <laughs> gonna get canceled no matter how good it is you know what i mean uh there's a new character that came out to street fighter 5 named falk i uh, just bring that up for my fighting game heads she looks very weird she is a clone of one of another character in the game she just looks like uh elsa from uh, Frozen, let it go. Play player if you want. I'm not really interested. I have Blanca, so my Street Fighter fix is already done. Um, apparently, there's a new Bioshock game in the works. <laughs> I guess. I thought their franchise was yeah. Dead, Let's freaking go. Okay, question for you. Hot take: Is Bioshock racist? <laughs> you got me there. Um, uh, no, no. Did you play Infinite? <laughs> no, I did not play Infinite. I just, I just played. I played the commercials in my head about a hundred yeah, times because I thought the commercials, the commercials were, good. were cool as hell. But there was some pretty, pretty dicey stuff in Infinite, man. It was like, ooh, we. But yeah, there, apparently there's some top secret <laughs> Bioshock game being made. I don't know if it's three. I want to hope it's three. Because fingers crossed for a true sequel, but if it's like an offshoot, like Bioshock Retribution, I'm just like, whatever, man, I'm over it. Like, no, I need a numbered sequel at this point, or just call it Bioshock. Bioshock Infinite Two. Oh my god! Can you imagine? No. Bioshock. Yeah, Infinite Point yeah, Two. Is Bioshock Infinite, and then the E turns into a Y just because Bioshock Infinity. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Instead of in the air or in the water, we're in the sewage. Just on land. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the mountains. Yeah. What a piece of shit. I hope it's good, man. Bioshock was one of my favorite games because it was so different and so scary. It was like a horror game with a pulse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was fun and it was like exhilarating. So you liked playing a big daddy in a game? Is this a trick question? Yes. This is another way I'm just going to say yes. I like I like to drill things really hard. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you, you took it to a level that I wasn't going to. You know to, what? That's my that's my job. Good that's why we we're different people. <laughs> Don't you love it? All the weird corners of the nerdiverse. Oh man. Speaking of uh multiple levels, yeah. So do you think Michael Richards is racist? Oh, okay. I think Michael Richards is weird and he's he's Michael Richards is that guy where if you tease him, he will say anything it takes to try to make you upset, even yeah. racist shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he's that guy where That's actually exactly what he said. Yeah. Like Almost, almost identical to his reasoning. Yeah, he's like, I'm not racist, just that's when someone tries to clown me. I'm going to say whatever it takes to get under your skin. And some and if, and if that happens to be racist, like slurs, then so be it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, you can't just do that, man. Out of control, man. Oh, man. Shenmue 1 and Shenmue 2 are being remastered. Yay. To the PS4. P- Xbox One and PC. And Xbox. And Xbox One. The first one. No. No. 
don't get these games uh, because shouldn't you one and two or something? Unless you're a hipster. Unless you're a hipster, man. Like, shouldn't you one and two or some of the most disappointing games in history? Because it's, it's like it was one of the first like life simulators with a little bit of kung fu in it. It's not fun, man. But I do respect people yeah. who like it because it's classic. It was on Dreamcast. And for some people, uh, if you de- if you talk bad about Dreamcast, you'll just get your throat slit. Uh, other than that, the other news that I wanted to bring up was actually uh, Xbox One, Xbox One, X, One, just announced a buttload of, of backwards compatible games and possibly have given me a reason to buy an Xbox again because it is going <gasps> they've done it they've done it it, it what it, all it took was a game that i loved as a kid and they brought it back so Tour 2 is going to be one of the backwards compatible games on the Xbox one Xbox one and that's all i really care about cuz i've been trying to find a a legal way to play this game for the last two years without legit buying an Xbox original and just getting the game and plugging it into my TV, which I don't want to do. And it's like, the port could be crap, but I just want to play the game and I don't want to buy a PC to play this game because that would be a big waste of money. Not to say that buying a $500 Xbox One 4K output just to play Culture 2 is a waste of money. I just, I've given a reason now. Like, I have my reasons now. Thank goodness. Thank you, Xbox, for doing something right. If this would have came out on the PS4, I wouldn't buy, be buying an Xbox One. Damn it. You're welcome. You know, so I, maybe I can play with you on Sea of Thieves now. And when we stream, we can be pirate buddies. And what? Anyway, uh, other games that are coming out <laughs> on, the, on the backwards compatibility uh, side is... Um, Elder Scrolls Morrowind, if you're into that. Jade Empire, which I'm really excited for. I believe uh, a bunch of uh, Star Wars games like uh, Boba Fett and Republic Commando. I think a Pandrick Dragoon is coming out, being re-released. So I'm like... Battlefront, Battlefront 2. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. All backwards compatible on the Xbox One, Xbox One X 360. So... You finally got my money, Xbox. I'm going to buy one for an old-ass game that's unplayable anywhere else but on PC. You bastards. You tricked me. <laughs> you damn tricked me. All right. Let's get into some emails or some questions, rather. You ready to All answer right. some questions there, Winta? Yes, I will try to answer them. Uh, I'm looking at question one. Yes, I will try to answer them. You better try to answer them. And if you want to ask us a question or just send us yeah. goodwill or ill will, like your uh, Rocket League troll, he probably already has our email and hacked all of our accounts, you will send that to Masters of the Nerdiverse Cast at gmail.com. That is Masters of the Nerdiverse Cast at gmail.com. That's weird that he hunted you down in Facebook, dude. Dot com. Dot com. And then oh. end up befriending you. He was like, you're an all right guy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Well, I was figuring that that was just a ploy that he's going to. He was actually going to record our podcast like iTunes or something like that. I haven't seen anything so on my like, end. Oh. So fingers crossed, man. We don't get yeah. we don't get flamed by some random dude. I've heard some 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 Yelp stories where a guy literally gave a business like a one point rating every day for like a like two years 
Like he was so bad at this company that he he literally dropped their their uh, Yelp rating from like a five to like a three point five. Just him over the course of like two years. The dumb. Crazy stuff, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, first first question. Uh, is there a TV show that can be on any channel or anime cartoon that you believe peaked too soon? Interesting question. I thought it just I I read it like multiple times, and I thought it just said, "Have you ever seen an anime that peaked too soon for you?" I'm like, I have no clue what's going to happen. Uh, but for a show, for a show, uh, yeah, I I would say. I think X Files peaked too mm, soon. Interesting. Comparing, com- yeah, comparing it to like how long it stayed going. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, that it kind of peaked season five or six, or like it still had like three seasons to go. It's uh, one of those shows that literally kept going because the money was there, and they didn't know to yeah. do it right and just end it. You know what I mean? Once the conspiracy right. was solved, it was done. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. That's a, that's a show that definitely kind of peaked in because I remember X Files was so big back in the day, man. Remember how crazy everybody was about that show, man. Yeah. For good reason. X Files is a classic. It's just it's one of those shows that really petered off. You know what I mean? Like even with these revival episodes, they're not as good as the originals. You know, the original three. I didn't finish one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the original three, four seasons. Uh, the first three seasons were right. perfect to me. Like it was, it was awesome, but then it petered out, man. Like, but there's a there's another show that I would also recommend, yeah. uh, and this might show a little bit of the girly side that I, that I have. But it is Scandal, written by mm. Shonda Rhimes, famous um, famous for Grey's Anatomy and other crap. So Scandal. <laughs> uh, it, this is the final season. This is season seven okay. or eight. And it really sh- should have either kept going or it should have stopped season five. Ah, it's one of those. Or like the season. Yeah. Mm. But it's like Shonda has to get the last word out and she likes to rip stuff from the news. So there's a lot of uh, like stuff about, well, the president said this mm. in the Oval Office. And what are we supposed to do? Yeah, and I and I, I kind of hate a lot of those yeah. shows, but she does it in a way that makes it like all. You right. know, it's funny like shows like uh, Law and Order, and 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 yeah. uh, what is it, Criminal Minds and stuff like that, where they rip from the headlines. It's a double edged sword. You really got to pick and choose your battles because sometimes you'll make a show that's too too real, and people kind of gnash against it. You know what I mean? Like there right. were some Law and Order episodes like, that were just nuts because it was real. You know, right? Oh, but the thing about Law and Order, and I praise like Dick Wolf and the directors for best doing name this, ever. By the is way, that there's yeah. <laughs> and he, by the way, he's in like so many shows that you like. This guy must be living in a bed stuffed with money. Like before I even go to Law and Order, let's just. He started off in Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's some that's some change coming his way. Then he got started in Homicide, uh, that show Homicide that lasted like a couple of seasons, and that gave right. him some money. And then he went he went he, uh, then he also did Law and Order. Wait wait wait, I messed up. 
Maybe he was just executive executive yeah, producer a, for that. But then he had Law and Order. Yeah, he had Law and Order for all those all those shows <laughs> with that money coming in, and he's also connected to the Chicago mm-hmm. shows. I think Dick Wolf, man. <laughs> and he's like, how? Yeah, and it's like I mean, it's not like he has to like. Maybe I should come up with a new idea. No, it's like it's all the it's same. All the same. It's, it's all yeah. crime procedurals, yeah. man. Just keep, keep. All you need is new yeah. actors and, in new locations, man. Just it's all you yeah. have to do, get the money. Right, but Law and Order did what I was talking about was that they had such a large cast, I yeah. would say, uh, and so many people coming in and out that they were able to express different mm-hmm. views different stuff going on like uh particularly when there ever was like a race yeah. involved that was a that was a something i mean i in order is like the doctor who of crime procedurals like people grew up in different eras of law and order you know what i mean like it's kind of crazy yeah. like that show lasted for so damn long <laughs> you know in different generations of law and order cast would come in right and i love law and order as a kid because my mom used to watch it a lot you know what i mean and i love like jack briscoe and all those guys and all the african-american like african-american i forget her name but she was like the uh police the police uh chief so good right. and and people of I color mean, were so well represented in that show for the most part. Sometimes it was kind of funky, especially <laughs> when, you know, like every other crackhead is like a minority. But anyway, uh, the show was very interesting in its takes yeah. on modern kind of political atmospheres and social tensions. Now, are you a law or an order man? Mm, I like law only because Judge Dredd likes law. Law. Are you law or an order? I- <laughs> I am the law. Okay. <laughs> oh, my show that peaked too soon was Heroes. <laughs> Remember Heroes? Oh, that show was so good until it wasn't. That show peaked yeah. so hard that by season two it broke. You know what I mean? Like it broke at season two. Yeah. yeah. It had the JJ so Abrams problem. Yeah, the problem. It was that. No, it couldn't live up to a hype of a second season. It couldn't live up to the hype of the season finale, right? It's crazy. Well, I I think hold on there. Season yeah, two was lame, season dude. one, season two. It's when they added like it's like when they added season three, which was like here's the f- different uh, future of another okay, future okay, that just, we need to go can, can <laughs> save the two leaders, save the world, kill the blonde I, girl. Okay. And when I, I saw it, I was like, oh, man, it's like live action yeah. X-Men. This is like X-Men, dude. It's going to be cool. <laughs> live action X- Wasn't X-Men already in theaters? No, but it was like an X-Men TV show. It was a live action X-Men <laughs> TV show. And, the, and, okay. and, and Claire was Wolverine. And Peter Petrelli was freaking rogue. And it was cool. And I remember being so amped. And then they started doing all the bad comic book tropes that people hate. Oh, let's let the most powerful guy in the show lose his... His memory, he doesn't know how to use his powers anymore. Let's abandon Hiro Nakamura, like the second most powerful guy in the show in feudal Japan, where he's off the checkboard, you know, the chessboard. You know, yeah. he has his own, it was, he had his own filler arc. <laughs> right. That's what, when, when you dedicate like a whole episode to like a, a individual character's story arc. That, that's a hit and miss for me, to be that honest. Show with you. soured so fast, and it's so sad because it was so good, 
And that's the show that definitely peaked way too early. Like it was getting too much hype. And it just, there's nothing they could have done other than write stuff that's been written a hundred times. Cause I was so mad. I was like, what do you mean? He's just, he's stuck in Ireland. He doesn't know how to use his powers. That's lame. What do you mean? Siler is his brother. That's so lazy. What do you mean? His dad just <laughs> took his powers. Like it was just so many bad tropes that I hate. I hate with an all could still be passionate. Now, didn't they do like a, a mini series? Yeah, they tried to bring it back. And it did this weird kind of uh, mini series where it was only like Claire and her son, Makai, who I hated. She was a little, it was weird. And it was only uh, lasted for like three episodes. It was whack. It was kind of garbage. Oh, <laughs> man. That show was so, so frustrating, dude. Anywho, uh, is there something that a lot of people is what's a thing that is really people enjoy a lot, the majority of people enjoy that you find really boring? Oh, uh there's something other people seem to really enjoy and that you find boring or don't like. Yeah. Uh I find uh talking about anime very boring. Uh, you're killing me, man. That's like eighty five percent of what I talk about, man. No, Take the hint. Never. Uh, <laughs> I would not subtract anime from this podcast. In fact, I'm going to double. Or it's down. like people talk about fighting games. No, you know I'm what, just kidding. I'm just... You're causing trouble, uh, my good sir. I don't, it's, uh, it's just stuff like if it's, I, yeah, it's just some games people get what. Oh, here it is: game strategy. If people talk about game strategy too what much, do you mean? my mind like, uh, all right, so if you position your guy over here oh. and then I'll we'll create a kill zone, I'm like, shut up, dude. Go you home. Mean M- you're, 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 you're drunk. You're a tryhard. You're tryhard. You mean MMO bullshit where it's like, all right, guys, this is how I was going to do. You're going to – I want you to off-tank the ads, and while, I'm do- while you're doing that, I'm going to pull the monster to the east side. And it's like the Leroy – it's the Leroy Jenkins syndrome. You know, where yeah. it's, it's like, you know, everybody at Warcraft are, are taking 10 minutes to game plan the monster and you've lost interest and lost attention. You just Leroy Jenkins into the fight and wreck everyone. Yeah. The best example of this would be uh, Destiny Raids. I get so pissed mm. off at the end of Destiny Raids. Like, if you talk to anyone <laughs> that I've been in, like, they can hear it in my voice. I'm like... Come on, <laughs> like I turned into uh, Mr. Hyde, yeah. or uh, or like I I remember the best blow up that I had. Uh, those other ones was where we were doing a Destiny One raid, and the guy was like, "Oh, I just did this like last year," and it was like February, and he's like bringing us through it all, but he kept going. Wait a minute, which way am I supposed mm. to go? I'm like, and then I kept going, well, you just told us that you did this, so it should be right. easy for you. And he's like, don't give me that attitude. I know where I'm going. <laughs> and then we finally get to the spot, and then he finally goes, you know what? I think they changed oh God, some things in the guy. recent update. Uh... And I'm like, oh, yeah? Well, I'm, I said, like, I'm going to change my fist into a middle and finger right in front of I'm you. Gonna, I'm going to mid-game yeah. patch my and middle finger just, at like, your face. I just left uh, the group, and now we're it's, still it, friends. Shout out to uh, Brandon, a.k.a. Brandy. Oh, uh, Brandy, man. I need to get it together, dog. 
<laughs> no, all love. All love. Uh, but yeah, that's the, one of the most frustrating things because you never want to be that guy to tell someone how to play the game. And it's a really mm-hmm. slippery slope. Like if you're playing, let's say, a big raid, and if one guy dies, especially an important person, like let's say a healer, if the healer yeah. does not know how to play healer in this situation, and you and you you keep wiping, then you kind of want to be like, look, man, I don't want to tell you how to do your thing, but maybe you should stop attacking and start healing the team. What do you you try to t- tell me how to play? This is how I role play. I'm an aggressive healer. Like you're not, but no, you're just aggressive. You're not healing anything. No, man, you're a tryhard. Get out of here. Who is this guy? Why is he talking to me like this? Because you're wiping the whole team. Right. Like, we want to win. We want to get this over with so I can sub out this game with you because you're not listening. And it's like, it's so hard not to cross that line to tell people how to play versus to give them constructive criticism because they're making it worse for everyone. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's like, if you don't want to play a game that puts you in that situation, then don't play the game. Right. Like it's like right. if I'm not going to if I am a tank and I'm not tanking right, if a veteran tank told me like, yo, man, you should try to use this. It'll help. It would kind of sting a little bit because my pride is hit. But I'm going to listen for the next. For, I'm going to try to listen because the guy obviously knows what he's talking about. But at the same time, if he came at me, it's all about attitude. If he came at me kind of south, like, oh, man, get it together, pleb, you know, get it together, scrub. I'd be like, you know what? I'm out of here, man. I didn't sign up for this, which is that's multiplayer gaming in general. That's why I like fighting games, because no one's going to coach me on how I lost. But me, you know what I mean? There's, when right. plays, you're, you're responsible for all your victories and all your losses. But if you play something like Final Fantasy 14 or Destiny or Warframe, you know what I'm saying? Then it has to be some kind of team dynamic. You know what I'm saying? It's a weird. It's a weird thing. So I feel your pain. Oh, the worst is black mages who don't know how to, who don't know how to uh, swap out their fire and ice. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. It's, it's it's real easy. It's part of the mechanic. Anywho, last question: Is there any type of game that you wish you, you wish you were good at that you just can't play? You like watching it, but you're just not any good at it. Uh, I would really like to be a pro magic player. That's expensive, man. That's an expensive hobby. Dude. Exactly. That's why I'm bad at it. I don't have any money. Oh, that would be nice. I, I was in magic for a while, but it just, but I was playing with the, I was playing like the digital version and I wanted to graduate to physical cards and went to my comic book store and I talked to Jeff and Jeff was yeah. like, look, man, you don't want to enter this world, Doug. Like, <laughs> it's very, very expensive, dude. Like. It's well, rough, it depends. Dude. Like, I I would say that even though I'm bad at it, I would still have fun in what they – I think it's called, like, yeah. sealed tournaments where they give you, like, a booster pack. Play with what you got. Um, and, uh, like, yeah, they give you a few – like, ten booster packs and you make a deck out of it. And I think that though they're fun because there's no money involved. It's just yeah. luck and strategy. But I, I think also – yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I would maybe poker would be Man, another game. Yeah. Like part of me wishes I was better at sports games. I don't know why. Like maybe like yeah. Madden. I have fun with Madden sometimes. It's not something I play all the time, but it irritates me when some four, some four year old is screaming at me and griefing me online, and he's running the same play over and over, and I can't <laughs> stop it because I don't because I just don't know how. 
Right. It's like, I, I don't want to, and I'm the type of person where if I get bodied, I'll just practice the game for a year and then come back. I get so like competitive <laughs> in having like a 10 year old cuss me out and call me a scrub in Madden. It's probably one of the most demeaning things that has ever happened to me in my life. And it's like, I can't play this game online. I can't play it at all. I'm just not going to be bothered with it. But like sports games, like I wish I was better at race car games because like I love, I used to love Gran Turismo as a kid until I just kept losing, not getting the fastest laps yeah. and all that. It was very frustrating. And like you said, poker, but poker is a mind game though. It's not even about the cards at some point. You know what I mean? And when the cards stop being like high level yeah, poker, the cards stop being a factor. <laughs> You're just playing the man, psyching everybody out. That's what I love about poker. It's super dope. Like I used to watch the celebrity poker, uh, like on at, at late night celebrity poker with like Jennifer Tilly and all those yeah. cats. And it was so fascinating, like with their poker faces and and like just how they approach the game. And like after after a while, it was like these cards don't matter. <laughs> it's just you play the person, you know. And if you you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them, bro. Oh man. That's pretty dope, though. Did I answer the second question, or did we just bounce off? I don't remember. That's something I find boring. Uh, something that people love, but I find super boring. I think MOBAs look like the boringest thing on the planet to me. Like, I people oh, they I don't are. get the fascination, they are. man. They... Uh, I tried watching Dota once, and I watched it for like two hours. Like, I wanted to know understand how to play like and i was like there's no it's all a decision it's like you put your guy on here you follow this lane oh they've blocked that lane so you got to go to the other lane you lay down a group here and i'm just like it's almost like a board game if if, am i reading that right like i don't i still kind of don't get how it works like mobas well First of all, if you're ever lucky yeah. to have a team that knows what they're doing, then it's a lot of waiting. There's a lot of patience. Uh, a good match could last a good 30 yeah. minutes, which is crazy for me. I, in my in my mind, I think that's crazy. I mean, I've done some some like MMO ball charades that have lasted 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Because it's, uh-huh. just, it's just a war of attrition and a DPS a DPS rush. But I just it just doesn't look fun. It looks like it looks like homework, you know what I mean? It's like you're reading a spreadsheet. And like I get it, like games like League of Legends are like kind of augmented versions of MOBAs in a weird way, but they still kind of look, oh, it's Tracer. She's running around. But I can't do anything. I just tell her to go somewhere and it will automatically do it. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's a step below like traditional RPGs where it's turn-based and you just have to strategize your play. It's worse than that. You know, like right. I can get behind some Bolter's Gate or even some D&D. That's a, oh, that's something I wish I was better at. I wish I I wish I wish uh, knew how to run a D&D campaign. That's something I would love to learn how to do. That I just, I like watching and kind of like seeing people ad-lib and, and like the dice roll kind of dictates your success or failure in a situation. Yeah, that's something I would love to kind of get sink my teeth into one day. So Gargon could be real. Gargon <laughs> is my is my character in all things, for he is the man. Oh, uh, what are you looking forward to this week, man? Well, 
Um, Sharks just played round one of the Stanley Cup finals and they won. So they're done with hockey for at least a week Mm. until round two. So I think I'm going to play some Call of Duty. Going to go to my parents, uh, change the oil in my car, uh, and uh, just have a pretty good time. Oh, to that, I say Rangers. Rangers. No, not a Rangers fan. I just like saying Rangers. Rangers. Oh, yeah. man. I would assume no, you're an man. LA Kings fan. I don't like fan, any LA, t- LA teams, funny enough. I barely tolerate the Dodgers. Uh, people are going to have me for that. I don't care. Fight me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to finish Lost in Space. I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to play the hell out of God of War so I'm not spoiled because that comes out tomorrow. So I'm going to start downloading that bad boy bright and early. And I'm going to play through a lot of that. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I want to buy some stuff for the show, like a little, maybe get a better headset, maybe a a new mic, something like that. Maybe like a Mm -hmm. little things here and there. Uh, Oh, yes. One thing I want to do is I want to learn how to do 2D rigging. You know what I'm saying? Like 2D animation. So I'm gonna take a weird. I'm gonna take a right. course on that this weekend, like a weird little internet course, and I'm gonna teach myself how to do 2D animation, so we can boost some of the uh, video quality for the show. So maybe I can create like little animations of Cosmo, the the official mascot of MLTN, and have him bouncing around. That's he Cosmo was Graham. he was an inspiration for Cosmo, man. Cosmo is the beast. Cosmo. Cosmo. What's the next line? <laughs> she is Cosmo. And, he's, and then someone else says something. And they go, Cosmo? Yeah. He's like, Cosmo? <laughs> I think that's yeah, what they, go, Cosmo. They, they all just repeat it. <laughs> that's the one. Is that the episode where he stops short? Yeah. He stops short on. on Oh, okay. No, no, he that's short a different on, uh, episode. George's mom. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. And George's dad was like, I invented to stop short. <laughs> I invented to stop short. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Other than that, I'm just going to eat good food and just try to take it easy, man. Just get into this God of War and get my mind right for Infinity War, which is ever looming. Oh, man. Uh, any passing thoughts before we close this bad boy out? For for the life of me, I thought the Angels were just an imaginary team from a movie. I thought the okay. Ducks weren't real for a while. The, <laughs> I thought the Ducks weren't real, dude, when I was a kid. I was like, do they do the flying V? They were like, no, that's fiction. Like I was talking to like a hardcore Ducks fan who was really offended. That I thought that yeah. the Ducks actually do the flying V and they win every game doing that. Well, the Ducks are trash. Everyone knows it. Ooh, they play dirty when they're, it's not going their way. They're a bunch of babies. Wow. Go Man, home and get your shine hard box. Facts. <laughs> Dang, cold hard facts by Winnie Sturdivate. Tell us how you really feel, Doug. I don't know. Just go home and get your shine box. <laughs> Man, you're gonna have some angry yeah. ducks fans blowing you up on uh <laughs> you got some angry ducks fans blowing you up on a uh, rocket league. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna flock towards mm-hmm. you, dude. I don't even know what to say to that. Ranges, ranges, 
we're the devils. The devils. El Diablo. Oh, man. I'm going to try to squeeze it at one Seinfeld reference for every episode of this show by hook or by damn crook. If you would like to help the show out, uh, you can always visit uh, our, any of the uh, podcasting outlets that we are on, which is iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Play. And I'm working on Spotify. Fingers crossed we can get on there soon. Please leave a like, comment, go nuts in the, ch- uh, go nuts in the chat, subscribe. And uh, visit our website, which is mastersofthenerdiverse.com. I've just been recently revamped. There you can listen to all of our episodes from day one to now. Uh, You can check out some of our artwork from Instagram. And you can even visit our Patreon if you want to throw some some shuckles towards the show. It would definitely help. And let us know you're out there. Um, I'm, of course, your host, Mike G. But I'm your host, Winter Sturdivant. He is the host, Mr. Stern event. Uh, And we will always ask you to take that one step beyond. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. A Massage Envy gift card might just be the best holiday gift ever because it unwraps all the benefits of total body care, including massage and total body stretch, customizable facials, and advanced skincare services, including microderm infusion and chemical peels. Share the gift of wellness and help everybody on your list be their very best. Receive a voucher for two free enhancements when you purchase $100 in Massage Envy gift cards. Massage Envy, making the best of everybody. See locations for details. Offer ends December 31st. Voucher valid until March 31st, 2019. Each Massage Envy location is independently owned and operated.